Today is July 29th. We're rounding the end of the month. I'm Marco Timpano. I'm Amanda Barker. This is Born on This Day podcast. Hey, Marco. Happy Global Tiger Day. Rawr. If July 29th is your birthday, then please know that you share it with Global Tiger Day, also called International Tiger Day. It's an annual celebration to raise awareness for tiger conservation held annually every every year on this day, apparently. It was created in 2010 at the St. Petersburg Tiger Summit, and the goal of this day is to promote a global system for protecting the natural habitats of tigers and to raise public awareness and support tiger conservation. Conservation issues, is, yeah. Yes, absolutely. And how appropriate this large, large cat during the month of, or during the astrological time of Leo. I know, it's right. true. Yes, help your tiger out the best you can. Donate to um, any charity that helps to support their um, habitat and, you know, not poach Or just watch Tiger King on yeah. Netflix, which go. is probably the opposite, but anyway. Right. People born on this day, Amanda, are said to have an inborn sense of ambition. Mm-hmm. Uh, If you're born in this day, you're probably an ambitious person. You feel that human beings are uh, essential and unstoppable like yourself. Oh, absolutely. We'll see if that's true with our celebrants. You loved him for his role in Stand By Me, who didn't. But it was his long-running stint as Wesley, Wesley, Wesley? Wesley. Wesley, yeah. Wesley Crusher. I did not watch Star Trek. I my did, my so. brother did. Of course, he was on Star Trek The Next Generation, and we are talking about Will Wheaton. Uh, he's known as the Emperor of Nerd Culture, whether he likes it or not. Uh, we were just watching him last night. That's right. He was a child star. Um, his mom brought him to auditions because she was an actress. And uh, he obviously had a lot of success, but he was never really in love with acting, is the truth. Anyways, he was born in Burbank, California on this day in 1972. Stephen Dorff started out making guest appearances on sitcoms like Family Ties and Roseanne. Then he broke through with his performance in the film The Power of One. Hmm. More recently, he was on True Detective and was born on this day in Atlanta, Georgia in 1973. Tony Sirico is another Italian-American actor who frequently gets cast as tough New York types in films like Goodfellas and Mighty Aphrodite, but he struck gold with his role as Polly Golcieri. Uh, Gualtieri, yeah. On Eight Years of the Sopranos. He was born, I'm sure I didn't say it with a Brooklyn accent, No, Polly Golcieri. Uh, he was born in Brooklyn on this day in 1942. Mike Starr is another tough guy character actor, bringing his New York personality to roles in Dumb and Dumber, The Black Dahlia, and even a stint on The Young and the Restless, Amanda. Who didn't have I one? I know. Did you like Young and the Restless? Uh, I always ask you this. No, no you liked the CBS uh, no. ones. No, right? that was a CBS okay. one. No, yeah. I didn't like it. All right. He was born in Queens on this day, the Queens, New York, in 1950. Did you say he was in the movie The Black Dahlia? Yeah, he was. Isn't that interesting? Because Elizabeth Short, who was known as The Black Dahlia, was born on this day in 1924, and she did die in 1947. Uh, if you know, if you've heard of her, but you don't really know the story, she was a woman who was found murdered in the Limart Park neighborhood of Los Angeles. Her case became highly publicized due to the graphic nature of the crime. Um, those those photos still live on yeah, the internet, truthfully. Uh, a native of Boston, Short spent her early life in Medford, Massachusetts, which is just outside of Boston, and in Florida before relocating to California where her father lived. 
It is commonly held that Short was an aspiring actress, although I don't think she was able to book any roles before her untimely death. Well, we celebrate her life today. I know there's a lot written about her as the Black Dahlia, but we will call her Elizabeth Short by her given name and celebrate Mm -hmm. her life. David Warner is a fine British actor who has appeared in numerous classics from Morgan and Tom Jones in the 60s, later in A Doll's House. Did you ever see that? With Jane Fonda? Mm, No. Uh, Straw Dogs and the bad guy in Time Bandits and then in Titanic. And most recently he was in Mary Poppins Returns. Didn't see it either. He won an Emmy Award for Masada in in 1981, sorry, and was born in Manchester on this day, that's Manchester, England, in 1941, not Mm. Manchester by the sea. (laughs) Right, or Manchester, New Hampshire, which is something else. William Powell was one of the brightest stars of Hollywood's Golden Age, starring in The Great Zigfield and earning Oscar nominations for The Thin Man, My Man Godfrey, and Life with Father. He was born in Pittsburgh on this day in 1892. He died in 1984 at the ripe old age of 91. I hope our next celebrant doesn't have an effect on you, Amanda. Documentary filmmaker Ken Burns is most famous for treating significant cultural events to his lengthy, in-detail treatment uh, of that Ken Burns effect. Well, yeah, that's sort of grainy kind of... um, I don't even know what a Ken Burns... I forget. Every time I do a self-tape, I have to opt out of the Ken Burns effect. It's that slow sort of like close-up on a photograph or pulling away from a close-up. Right, Yeah. He uh, won Emmy Awards for a series on baseball and the Civil War. Plus, uh, receiving Oscar nominations for his film *The Statue of Liberty* and *The Brooklyn Bridge*. He uh, himself was born in Brooklyn mm-hmm. on this day in 1953, and will forever be remembered for his effect. The, on the Ken Burns effect, yeah. absolutely. I think it's even an Instagram uh, <laughs> option. Option. Yeah. I, I thought you said baseball and the Civil War, and I was like, they played baseball during. No, the no, Civil- sorry. His those his, are different documentaries. Two different did. series: yes. baseball and. The Civil War. Well, I almost said Denise Richards, but that's a different actor. Dennis Richards had a short life and career, and unfortunately is another artist that we did lose to the AIDS crisis. He'll be forever loved as Leo in the 1970 hit musical Grease. He was born in Los Angeles on this day in 1947. He died in 1994 at the age of 46. Clara Bow is often cited as the perfect example of a silent screen star whose career didn't survive the sound era when audiences decided that her voice didn't match her established persona. Can you imagine? Uh, That's fascinating to me. She was the original It Girl. She starred in a number of films, including the first Best Picture Oscar winner, Wings. Wow. And I only know one person who's seen that, and that's probably Bill. (laughs) She was born on this day in Brooklyn in 1905 and died in 1965 at the age of 60. Oh, wow. What a shame. Martina McBride is an American country music singer, songwriter, and record producer. She is known for her soprano singing range and her country pop material. McBride has the Country Music Association's Female Vocalist of the Year Award. She's won that four times. Wow. One year she was tied with Reba for the second most wins. But um, the Academy of Country Music's Top Female Vocalist Award, she's won that one three times. And she was born on this day in 1966. Did we see her in concert at the Grand Old Opry? Was it was it Martina no, McBride no. we saw with her husband singing? No, no, one? that's Amy. Um, Amy Grant. Grant. Okay, yeah. sorry. I'd with love to Vince see, Gill. Yeah, I'd yeah. love to see uh, Martina McBride. Well, we'll make it happen. 
Okay. Patty Shalfa is someone else I'd love to see. She's an American singer, songwriter, and guitarist. Shalfa has been a member of the E Street Band since 1984 and has been married to the E Street Band lead singer, Bruce Springsteen, uh, since 1991. In 2014, Shalfi was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as a member of the E Street Band. Shalfa. Shalfa. What did I say? Shalfi. Oh, sorry. Shalfa. And she was best friends with Judy Reese. Uh, who was a friend of my mom's. Oh, really? Yeah, what she, was Judy Reese like? Happy birthday to her whenever Ju- it is. Judy Reese. I think she might have been a Leo Judy Reese. I should find oh, her. Oh, so this, that means her birthday is this month. Yeah. Um, she had three really funny kids, and uh, we hung out with them a lot. And uh, uh, Judy used to call her friend, her friend Crazy Patty. Oh, Crazy Patty. She always called her Crazy Patty. Yeah. Well, happy birthday to Crazy Patty. <laughs> Another silent screen legend was born on this day. Theta Bara is considered the first movie star created by a publicity campaign. Born Theodosia Goodman. We don't hear that name nearly Theodosia? enough. You know, no. Theodosia. Theodosia, you sure don't. In Avondale, Ohio. Uh, that's one of those old timey, you see yeah. it on a gravestone name. <laughs> she was given a stage name that was an anagram for Death Arab. What? Okay. Right. And frequently played mysterious vamps from foreign lands. She was born on this day in 1885 and died in 1955 at the age of 69. We don't see enough mysterious vamps in films anymore, Amanda. Well, we certainly, I mean, have seen our share of death Arab. Uh, but so I guess Bara, I, I don't understand. I, I understand nothing. Okay. Well, here's what I understand. This person has a really cool name. Tim Gunn was born on this day in 1953. If you don't know who he is, you've seen him on TV. He's an Mm. American fashion consultant, television personality, actor, voice actor, and author. Over 16 seasons, Gunn has uh, become well-known to us all as the on-air mentor to designers on the reality television program Project Project runway not broderick crawford <laughs> project, project runway uh project runway guns popularity on project runway uh led him to two spin-off shows bravo's tim gun's guide to style and life under the gun and sorry lifetimes under the gun i guess it's not life under you the only gun. you only butcher the really easy ones yeah. mark <laughs> uh, he was uh, also written five books and he's quite stylish to say the least absolutely maria oskbenskaya studied acting in moscow before coming to hollywood and setting up as a teacher who also appeared in films as a very definite character type she earned two oscar nominations for her career for dodsworth and love affair she was born in 1876 in tula and died in in, where's Tula? Tula. Oh, in 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 um, that's a in uh, Moscow probably. In what's Russia? the name of the place? Russia. Russia. And died in 1949 at the age of 73. <laughs> Maria Oskbenskaya. I hope I said that right. Well, you did I've been practicing. Better, you did a better job than I did with Tim Gunn. <laughs> uh, Lloyd Bochner starred in a number of films and television shows. I know him best as Cecil Colby on Two Years of Dynasty. I did not write this. <laughs> I love when you read things that Bill wrote and it's like, you're so into Dynasty and hot young men. <laughs> but he was also, I, you know, I did watch Dynasty. Listen, I'm well, not saying you're not into those well, things. Well, no, I'm I just... actually watched it because my mother would watch it. So okay. I kind of, you know, watched it by proxy. So I know Alexis. And, yeah, that was, you were up and, late if you were watching Dynasty. Yeah, you but I can't girl. sleep. So, True. and what was, what was the other one? Uh, Alexa and the Linda Evans character? The Dallas? I mean, there's Dynasty, Dallas, no, Knott's Landing. What was Linda Evans' character's name? Um, I don't know. Alexis Carrington and... 
That's it. Crystal? Crystal? Oh, Crystal. Crystal. And then what's his name? The old guy that married them both. Okay, anyways, uh, where was I? (laughs) Uh, But he was also on two episodes of The Golden Girls. That's where I would know him from. And the film Naked Gun Two and a Half. He was the father of actor Hart Bachner and was born in Toronto on this day in 1924 and died in 2005 at the age of 81. That took us a long time to get to that. Yeah, good old Lloyd Wagner. <laughs> Jean-Hugh Anglade is a French actor who's appeared in films by some of the country's most prominent filmmakers, including Nelly et Monsieur Honor by Claude Saudet. Such a great film. And Queen Margot, uh, Queen Margot by Patrice Chereau. Though he's probably best known as the romantic hero in Luc Besson's La Femme Nikita. He was born on this day in Thoraz, France in 1955. Getty Lee Weinrib, known professionally as Getty Lee. I mean, I think it was a solid choice to get the wine rib out of there. I think I like the wine rib. He should have just gone by wine rib. Yeah. Uh, was born on this day in 1953 in the same place as me, Amanda, in North York, Ontario. He's a Canadian musician, singer, and songwriter. He is best known as a lead vocalist, bassist, and keyboardist for the Canadian rock band Rush. Mm-hmm. Lee joined uh, what would become Rush in September of 1968 at the request of his childhood friend, Alex Lifeson, and he replaced the original bassist and frontman, uh, Jeff Jones. I don't know what happened to him. Sorry, we were mentioning you. Uh, Lee is ranked <laughs> as the 13th um, greatest heavy metal vocalist of all time by Hit Parader. I'm sure Jeff Jones is running a music store somewhere in like Stony Creek right now going, shoulda, coulda, woulda, man. (laughs) Well, uh, whether you're running a a music store in Stony Creek um, or... Saving tigers across the world. Or making documentaries with the Ken Burns effect or your Ken Burns yourself. Happy July 29th birthday to you and happy global tiger day that's right you're listening to born on this day podcast tune in tomorrow for more of the same wow